It's that time of year again, where our immunity is really being tested. I have to feel 100% in order to run my weekly podcast, fulfill deliverables for my clients and partners, manage my household, and take care of my family of five. So believe me, I take my health seriously and take all the measures I can to feel my best. Sambacol was developed by a virologist and is a dietary supplement that provides powerful immune support fueled by nature's superfruit, black elderberry. Black elderberries are a natural source of vitamin A, C, and E, and contain antioxidants that may help fight free radicals. The gummies and syrup have a delicious berry flavor and are easy to incorporate into my daily wellness routine. They're dairy, egg, gluten, nut, soy, and wheat-free, vegan and vegetarian friendly, and they do not have any artificial colors, flavors, or sweeteners. Visit SambucolUSA.com, and that's spelled S-A-M-B-U-C-O-L-U-S-A.com, and use my code MOMSENSE15 to receive 15% off your order of $9.99 or more. This offer is valid for U.S. customers only. Sometimes parents need a little reminder that our health comes first, and Sambucol can help. My clients who are coming to me at 38, 39, they want to have kids. Time is running out for them and they mm-hmm. would really like not to experiment and do trial and error and hope organically their husband shows up in three or four years, right? So I think if you want to speed up the manifestation and let's also look at that statistic you quoted right at the start, that almost 60% women are not dating, single women are not dating, And I think it's just all the bad experiences we collect and all the resentment and heartbreak that collects. And you need to hire a coach. You need to hire a professional. You need to release and burn that past. You need to get excited about your future. You need to keep that love, that grand story as your vision in front of you. And you need to go ahead and recommit to that desire and you need to make it happen and manifest it. Hi there, it's Kanika. Get ready for another season of That's Total Mom Sense, where I interview global thought leaders on their life stories, the legacy they're passing on to their kids, and of course, their mom sense and dad sense superpower. It's me, Bobby Brown. Can't wait to share my story. Hey, I'm Daphne Oz. Hi, I'm Shawnee Darden. Hi, this is Chris Lynn. Hi, I'm Bob Nishamalan. Hi, this is Tony Leroy. Hi, I'm Shannon Lee. Hi, I'm Farnoosh Tarabi. Hi, this is Michael Perry, founder of Maple. And you're listening to me on That's Total Mom Sense. It's our mission to be inclusive. So we're having dads pull up a seat at the table. Tune in to my new monthly segment, What Matters Most with Maple, featuring my co-host, Michael Perry, tech founder and devoted father of two. Thank you to my brand partners, community, and you, yes, you, for making this podcast possible. Episodes release every Thursday. Join my tribe by logging on to thatstotalmomsense.com and subscribe wherever you listen so you never miss an episode. Dating in the modern age isn't as exciting as one would expect. In fact, it can be pretty painful. Swipe right, swipe left, shake my head. Today, I'm bringing on a global relationship coach who can help high-achieving women find the perfect partner for them, whether it be millennials trying to avoid Mr. or Mrs. Wrong, women in their 30s and 40s, 
who want to find their lifelong partners and married couples who just want to reignite the connection that brought them together in the first place. She can help with it all. Here are some interesting stats I came across on a blog called Modern Gentleman. More than 32 million U.S. citizens use dating apps, and the average number of relationships before marriage for men is six and five for women. 60% of women are not actively dating. I found this to be very, very jarring because I'm sure there are so many women who want to find that ideal partner and to think that more than half of them have given up, it's really heartbreaking. So let's introduce my guest for today, Sammy Wonder. Sammy Wonder is a leading international dating and relationship coach who specializes in helping high-achieving women attract and keep romantic love. Her comprehensive approach shows her clients how to embrace strong relationship boundaries while still emanating an inviting feminine energy. Sammy has enabled more than 300 plus single clients to get married and more than 350 partnered clients to bring their marriages back from divorce in the past five years. Sammy founded her multi-seven-figure relationships brand after exiting a successful career as a gold medalist economist with a master's in public policy. Since then, she has improved the love lives of thousands of women, including celebrities, senior executives, and entrepreneurs in over 55 countries across the globe. Her expertise has been featured on media outlets, including Forbes, Glamour, Time, Marie Claire, Business Insider, and the BBC. She lives in Germany with her adoring husband, Chris, and their two sons. Sammy, welcome to the show. Kanika, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Absolutely. So let's start from the beginning. Tell us a little bit about your childhood and how that impacted you. So I come from a small town named Lucknow mm-hmm. in the Uttar Pradesh state of India. And I was uh, lucky enough to be sent to a very good school by my parents. My parents were wonderful, loving professors. So we were a very humble home. It's mine is not a rags to riches story. There was always enough and, you know, there was enough for every need to be met. And yet there was luxuries were still far and few in between. And, you know, getting a Barbie doll for your birthday was a really big deal. Like it was, Mm. you would wait for it for an entire year. So I was always um, a student, a great student. I won all the medals, all the awards. And then I actually topped my city at A-levels and um, got into SRCC, which is the Sriram College of Commerce in Delhi University, which is India's top college in economics and commerce. And Incredible. I-, Incredible. <laughs> I have to stop you right there because I want you all to know how fierce the competition is in academics in India, you know, by sheer size and population alone. We know this, you know, there's a billion you know, people in the country. But even when you look at the micro level and those who have gone to, you know, uh, certain institutions and schools, it's just grueling, you know, uh, the tuitions you have to take and the setting you have to do. And it's it's a lot. And for you to have been awarded number one and a level is really, really commendable. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then where did you go from there? Because I feel like once you have that, you know, under your belt, the world is your oyster. Yeah. So, I mean, I entered Delhi University, SRCC. I topped again the class of economics uh, in third year. That enabled me to get a full scholarship for my master's. I ended up being in Germany, in Berlin, 
at the mm-hmm. Hertie School of Governance, where, again, I was awarded, as I said, a full scholarship, uh, 60,000 euro plus scholarship for my master's. Wow. And um, I was like, bring it on, Berlin, you know, like, <laughs> this is it, like, I'm going <laughs> I have no no debt and you know I've this is the reward of my hard work and I'm going to go have a good time and to be honest given the level of pressure and the high academic excellence that is expected at SRCC Delhi University my masters felt like a cakewalk yes oh i can imagine i can imagine <laughs> what caused you to uh shift gears and feel like you know, I um, have excelled in econ, but it's not my calling. Yes, I don't think it was so apparent to me. I think as an Indian woman, there's a lot of emphasis paid in our society towards survival and like get your job, get your money. Even though economics was never my first love, I was really good at it. I could crack those numbers and get those results. And so I was working with uh, some top consultancy organizations in Europe. I was working for some time in Geneva, Switzerland for the ILO, the International Labour organization and also for GIZ my heart was always craving for something else it's hard to describe it but I felt like I had something else to offer to this world and it was a very subtle feeling inside my belly which I dared not to express to anyone because well I had the best education and I was supposed to walk down on a path that many before me have walked down and Somehow it just didn't feel right in my belly. And I just kept feeling like, God, there's got to be something more in life. And there's got to be a bigger impact I can create. And there's got to be a way where I'm able to feel like the impact I'm creating, I'm able to see that much quicker than, Mm -hmm. you know, writing a report on social protection for somebody in Africa and then hoping that six years later, you know, something I wrote in my desk at ILO gets implemented in Africa. So I was like, I want, I want more to feel more impact. I want to give my gifts to the world and, and feel more impact of those gifts. So I would just venture to say that I was never really in real relationships (laughs) because the men kept fizzling out, ghosting, telling me that I was a great girl, but they weren't feeling it for me. And they, they loved me, but they were not in love with me and that they couldn't give me what I wanted. And I was wonderful. And maybe someone else deserves me. This was happening while I was in Germany because in India, I never really, I was just, you know, like a bookworm, just like, (laughs) just busy studying. But then when I came here for my master's and then I went, you know, traveled all over Europe, worked, I feel really ready for my soulmate. Like it would be really nice to have a wonderful man share my life with and not do this life alone, you know? Yeah. And I think that was very important to me that I did not want to be just a brainy, successful, high achiever who's not got the other side of life worked out. So I I truly believe in that harmony of life and balancing different aspects of life where work and success is one aspect, but then there's, you know, I wanted to have a family. I wanted to have children. I wanted to have a wonderful man by my side. So that's when, you know, in Germany, when I came, uh, it became a priority for me to, you know, find love, attract love. And that's when all these real, you know, really heartbreaking experiences started to happen that I would meet men who would 
expect me to pay for them or just like men who would want the woman to be the strong one provide everything men who just wanted to get into your pants and just like this series of disappointing experiences and I kept calling the men losers and I never looked inside myself as to why I was attracting these kind of people and why I was accepting them in my life you know instead of getting angry at them I never recognized that I could draw boundaries. I could say no. I could let go of these men who were not a match for me. So I didn't really do do any work. And I just kept saying to myself, ah, the husband will just fall into place. He'll fall into my lap. But he didn't. (laughs) When I finally met a man who I thought was the one, and we had this fantastic connection at all levels, and then two months in, he went quiet and then I didn't hear from him for 10 days. And I had this really like dark feeling in my belly. And it, that, that, that feeling in the belly said, it's happening to you again. And something must be really wrong with you that this happens with you again and again and again. I think when that fizzled out, I knew like it was like a big wake up call and I knew I had to look at this aspect of my life. And if I didn't look at it, I think I... You know, I realized I was the common denominator through all of this. And I wanted to have the courage to take ownership and say, you know what, this is important to me and I want to see what I can do about it. And that's what made me dive into studying romantic relationships. And ever since then, there's honestly been no looking back because I I truly believe that our relationships, our romantic relationships are a mirror to our inner world and how we value ourselves how we respect ourselves, how we honor ourselves, whether or not we have the courage to speak our truth, to to draw our boundaries, and whether or not we have the capacity and the ability to be able to show up in our relationships in a warm, open, feminine energy way versus this masculine, controlling, you know, correcting, combative way that so many of us tend to show up in. At least that was true for me. And when I had all these breakthroughs, I was like, oh my God, you know, like I'm so grateful that I'm having all these breakthroughs and lessons so that I can learn and I can do something different. And then, you know, like my life changed at a pretty rapid speed. I I dated, attracted and got engaged to Chris, my husband, within nine months. It wasn't just a man I attracted, you know, I attracted a really healthy relationship where I felt cherished, adored, where there was physical attraction, but there was also mental, emotional attraction, where we really valued each other, where we had similar goals. We both wanted a family. We both wanted, believed in marriage. And I remember my German girlfriend saying, oh, German men, you can forget about them. You know, they take years to commit and they can never commit so quickly. And my husband proposed to me within nine months. So wow, it's, it's like, it's belief systems and I think so many women have this belief system that men need to test drive women forever. And I said, I don't want to be test driven forever. I'm a smart, beautiful young woman. And I want a man who knows I'm his forever person, not just his for now person. Right, right. And now you have programs where you're helping hundreds of women. 
Oh, yes, I absolutely have a game plan. You know, I do teach a lot of strategy, which is totally agreed. You know, don't talk on the phone like you talk to a buddy, to a man that (laughs) you want to stay interested in you. Keep the mystery, keep the allure high. Don't accept last minute dates. Don't fall in love the first two, 10 dates. Like it's (laughs) very early dating, like keep your balance um let him make the make make the hard work for you but at the same time I think I also talk about the spiritual and energetic aspects of soulmate attraction which Mm. is about finding peace with yourself Uh, I call it stay in your own green meadow you know don't leave your peace for a man regardless of what a man is doing always come back into your meadow and always come back into your own peace and you are the source of that peace within yourself That's just one example of how, you know, I teach feminine energy. And then I also talk a lot about boundaries, which is like these roots that we have down into Mother Earth and we're solid and we can speak our truth and we can say no. And we're not afraid of upsetting a man. We're not afraid of a man becoming uncomfortable because of our truth and all those kind of sort of queen diva behaviors. So I have a diva brand and I think it's a mixture of strategy for single women plus the spiritual aspects and the inner work aspects, which is self-awareness. How am I coming across Where am I operating from? Is it insecurity? Is it fear? Is it urgency? So that's what this is about. How how do you say we should embrace our feminine energy where, you know, that's what a man, evolutionarily speaking, is going to find attractive? Yes, I think uh, understanding polarity between men and women and how that leads to sexual tension in a romantic relationship and how that is so important because your romantic relationship, whether you're dating as a single woman or you're married for many years, it's not about being in the same bedroom with a friend or a roommate, right? It's about having that sexual attraction and spark alive. Let's just face it. That is a very important aspect of a romantic relationship. Sure. And Polarity is what helps you achieve that. And when I say polarity, I mean the presence of two opposite energies or polar opposite energies, north and south, masculine and feminine, positive and negative, just as an example. You know, that's what polar opposites attract. So what happens for a lot of my high achieving clients, and I've helped thousands of women on the globe by now, is that they tend to be a lot in their masculine And that's not a bad thing. Masculine is an amazing energy to have. We all have it. Men have it. Women have it. And it's nothing to do with our genders. Both men and women have both masculine and feminine energies. Mm. But because we are idolizing women's lib and feminism and women are being told, lean in, ask for the promotion, ask for the raise, go for what you want. These are amazing messages in our careers and they're really helping us succeed. But when you apply the same energy to your love life, when you show up on a date and you're masculine and you ask the man and you want to pay for yourself and you show up in the relationship and you're full of solutions and you always want to fix the man and correct him. And you're like this home improvement committee, you know, that yeah. <laughs> Uh, This is where you start to get a lot in your masculine. And what's going to happen is if you're single, you're going to attract men who are in their feminine because polar opposites attract, remember, and the same energies clash. And that's the dilemma I solve is to show up in your feminine, because when you show up in your feminine, you become a match 
for an empowered masculine man. That's what he is attracted to. So what advice do you have for, you know, 20-somethings? I think if you're dating online, you've got to be very cautious of, you know, time wasters, men who are just wanting a beautiful girl as a as a pen pal writing to you good morning sunshine good night moonshine and then they never ask you for a real date so i think you have to be really wary of that and you have to remember that the only relationship that you can truly count on is one where you've met a man at least six to seven times in person before you can even assume that there is something going on there or there's something you can rely on. So my recommendation would be to not fall into what I call virtual relationships. Don't spend your time chatting with men online because there there are men who will just waste your time, do endless chatting, send me a picture. Here's my picture. Here's my breakfast. What are you doing, queen? While this is very basic, but I can't tell you the number of really smart women that I work with that have fallen for virtual relationships. And even though there is no real relationship there, when the guy disappears or the guy scams you on your money, the pain is real. The relationship is not real, but the pain is real. And so you've got to be very smart about the way you spend your time. And I give my clients a very simple script, which is, hey, it's been fun chatting with you. I'm not into texting. I much rather prefer face-to-face. And then it's their job to either set a date or leave you alone because you Yes, perfect. Yeah, you don't have time for wasting. Hi, listeners. I wanted to take a moment to tell you about a new podcast I've been listening to called Baby or Bust. Fertility doctor and influencer, Dr. Laura Shaheen, assembles medical experts and former infertility patients to guide anyone who's trying to conceive. Dr. Shaheen and her guests work together to shatter myths around fertility and miscarriages and provide emotional support for everyone's individual journey. Topics include the price for various fertility treatments, how common miscarriages really are, and what affects male infertility as some examples. And to boot, Dr. Shaheen is a double board certified reproductive endocrinologist best-selling author and professor at the University of Washington. She has spoken on a myriad of topics, including infertility in the Black community, in hopes of increasing awareness and making resources more accessible. So be sure to subscribe to Baby or Bust on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And now back to the interview. For, you know, women in their 30s and 40s, So what's your advice for uh, these women? Honestly, Kanika, I don't work with the 20-somethings. I'm I'm a coach working with 30 plus to, you know, 55, 60-year-old women. Mm. And I can tell you that a lot of these women are like your friends. They have resistance to going online. And yet one of the first things I do without pushing anyone, because I think it still continues to be their life and they can still make their own choices, I invite them to look at the abundance that is available online, especially with the pandemic. So many available, amazing men are also going online. And so I think if I think we have to be open and be willing to challenge ourselves to get a little uncomfortable, I think online dating apps can have a bad rep. And there is a lot of truth to the fact that there are a lot of scammy and weird guys out there. But the truth is, there's also a lot of amazing men out there, almost 70 to 
80% of my clientele, and I have 300 plus success stories in six years, are women who found their men online. And I work with CEOs, I work with entrepreneurs, I work with really smart, successful Columbia graduates, Columbia professors, right? Like these are really smart women and they've met their men on, God forbid, Tinder, right? And these are wonderful men. So I think it takes a little bit of discomfort and we have to challenge ourselves and there is a way to doing online dating that a coach like me is there to teach and show. So I agree yes. that online dating can feel overwhelming, but I also want these women to believe that there are teachers out there and you can go with anyone who helps you. It doesn't have to be me, but there are ways to navigate online dating that makes it fun, light, easy, and not so heavy and overwhelming. Like just yes. the example of the scripts I gave you, it's going to waste time and all the losers and all the scammers will disappear because they're not interested in meeting you in real life, or they're only interested, you know, in um, having a pen pal or a, or a fuck buddy, you know, yeah. so all of that is going to get minus out. And I think it, you can organically date, but you have to accept it is so much slower, so yes. much slower. And your time is precious. I mean, my clients who are coming to me at 38, 39, they want to have kids. Time is running out for them and they mm -hmm. would really like not to experiment and do trial and error and hope organically their husband shows up in three or four years, right? So I think if you want to speed up the manifestation and let's also look at that statistic you quoted right at the start, that almost... 60% women are not dating. Single women are not dating. And I think it's just all the bad experiences we collect and all the resentment and heartbreak that collects. And you need to hire a coach. You need to hire a professional. You need to release and burn that past. You need to get excited about your future. You need to keep that love, that grand story as your vision in front of you. And you need to go ahead and recommit to that desire and you need to make it happen and manifest it. So what if the woman is older? So I'm a big proponent of truth speaking. And I would rather lose a man who doesn't share the same values as me than to keep staying in that relationship and keep trying to make him make him change or trying to convince him to do what I want him to do. So the way I would recommend or advise a client who comes to me with this equation is to say, hey, honey, you know, this is important to me, A and B, kids, house, whatever that looks like for you. And um, I would love if we could come up with a timeline or a plan for this. Yeah, so a committed relationship, you've got to be direct, you've got to be honest with your partner, and you've got to have the courage to, you know, share what you really want, because there's I think it's a form of immaturity to walk around the house and expect your partner to read your needs and desires. Like mm. you've got to show up as an adult. When we show up in this way where we expect our men to read what is important to us, we are relate, we are wanting them to relate with us as a parent. You know, like when I walk around and my son is crying, I'm like, what do you need? Do you need milk? Do you need to, you know, do I need to change your diapers? But this is what relating with a parent-child relationship looks like. And mm. this is not how romantic relationships look like. Romantic relationships are about being authentic and courageous enough to state your desires, of course, in a loving, non-ultimatum kind of way, 
and not expecting your partner to read you or to mind read you. This is why direct communication, I actually have a program full of feminine energy scripts where I teach women how to talk. It's called Speak to His Heart because I really believe that us women being honest in our relationships is a gift to our men. Because if we're not honest, we're going to walk around with resentment. We're going to get silently angry. We're going to get passive aggressive in the relationship and take it out on him in different ways. Absolutely. And I'm like, girl, just speak your truth lovingly. Just speak your your truth lovingly. So this is for committed relationships. I don't think you can use that script in dating that is going to completely kill the attraction if you... If right, you're, right, right. If you're yeah. dating and you're like, hey, I want to have kids in a year. Is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like, yeah, that maybe that comes off as a masculine energy, if you will. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, where the person feels, okay, I have to retreat and can't <laughs> do with this. Absolutely. And I think it's not just about kids. It could also be for the ring and proposal. So many times when men ask a woman to be their girlfriend, if it's my client, I would say you should say, okay, but I'm not looking to be a girlfriend forever. I would want to give this a year max. And by then, if you don't know that I'm your forever person, we can have a conversation about it. So it's really as simple as that, that dude, I'm not going to be test run for 11 years, right? (laughs) (laughs) In a living relationship with it not going anywhere. No way. No way. Yeah. I mean, that's why the BBC called me the get the ring coach, because I have all these clever strategies to get the ring. And I think some opponents say, oh, my God, that sounds so like ultimatum, you know, one year. It depends on the energy you're coming from. Some women actually give those ultimatums and I don't think ultimatums ever work. I think Mm -hmm. what works is a woman having clarity around what she deserves And not being willing to accept anything below that. And it doesn't have to be a big drama. It doesn't have to be a big scene. It can just be, that's fine. If you know I'm not your forever person, I just need to step out of this equation so that I can find my forever person. And I can't think of a single man who's going to let such a gem of a woman go away. Because she (laughs) values herself. That's it. Because she values herself. Right, right. Now on to marriage marriage sometimes gets pushed to the back burner. And how do you uh, recommend that we reignite that flame? Oh my God. I mean, this question is so close to my heart and thank you for asking it because I don't think it gets talked about enough. And I think um, as parents, we very gladly share how much we love our little ones and you know how much they mean to us. But there is still some kind of shame and stigma about being able to just say in in social media, hey, I'm really tired. Hey, man, like I'm really sleepless. (laughs) Hey, man, my son again jumped into my bed at night and was talking to me at 3 a.m. and kicking me. So if you date the Sammy Winder way, let's just call it if you date in a high value worthy way the likelihood that you attract a real partner that you can do real life with is much higher than if you, you know, in the dating phase, make a lot of excuses for men and then just sort of make it happen. And then you will find that in in marriage, when these really hard situations arise, when, you know, you're sleepless, tired, breastfeeding, you need help. If you've attracted the right man, it is definitely easier versus the wrong man who is not going to be there for you um, in these um, hard situations. Now, in terms of keeping the magic alive, 
I don't think there is any magic pill that can make the sleeplessness and the tiredness and the stress of just the amount of work that has to be done. I mean, you have three, I think, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So yes. you, you wake up in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> you wake up in the morning and you're already in your masculine, right? Like, where's the bottle? Where's the diaper? You know, and like, don't break that, don't touch that. Like this, it, this is how it starts. So I don't think there is a magic pill that can make all of this disappear and we probably don't want it to disappear but what has helped me personally what has helped my clients is to like take out pockets of romantic time so I call it magical dates and um, you know arrange support get you know babysitters and just go out and wear your red dress and put on your put on your red lipstick and put on perfume and be that woman that he first married Yes. Be that woman that he first married and not just for him don't don't do this to win him don't do this to uh you know appease him do this for you because you are beyond just a mother you are a woman and that is your core essence and your identity and there is a lot of power in that identity there is a lot of power in your sensuality there is a lot of power in you being in touch with your body and in with your power as a woman and with your desirability as a woman. So even, I mean, it benefits your marriage, it benefits your relationship, but more than anything, it benefits you. So do this for you, like keep that passion, keep that woman in you alive. And if it takes effort, make that effort. So what, you know, advice or just something you want to share uh, with our listeners, can they do this Valentine's Day too? change it up and make it special? Well, I would say love is why we're here and love is what truly matters. So on this one day, celebrate love. If you're single, you know, celebrate the love you have for yourself. Celebrate getting back on those dating apps. Celebrate, you know, downloading a love coaching program and really studying it and recommitting to your desire for love. And if you're in a relationship, see if you can celebrate what is good in your partner and build some more positive currency. It doesn't have to look fancy, but maybe even just taking a bath in the tub together with some candles lit and raising a toast to each other and thinking about all the good times you've shared. Even if things are not feeling that great and that upbeat, you know, finding that positive, finding what binds us, finding what brought us together in the first place and celebrating mm. that. Uh, so you have two young boys um, is there a point in time where you trusted that gut feeling that you spoke about earlier on in our interview, that gut feeling your mom sense when it came to your sons? When my little one, he's one and a half years old and he's screaming in the background. Uh, he was lying awake in bed at night at two o'clock and something in my gut told me he's not well and children often cry and like they you know they make a drama at night and so my husband said to me oh just leave him alone I don't want to go through this again I'm like no something's off it's the way he's crying and then when we went there you know we saw that the duvet was on his face and he was like having this muffled um cry mm -hmm. and so I was like oh my god like you know if he would have stayed like this for 20 minutes you know something bad would happen he was so hot and sweaty so that's just a recent moment where, you know, I trust my instincts and I trust my gut. And 
when it feels not right, it's not right. Let's not forget our quote of the day. Is there a quote that you live by? There are so many quotes I live by, but I would I would say the one that is very close to my heart is by Joseph Campbell that says, uh, the cave you fear to enter holds the treasure you seek. So this That's is all about the inner work. My clients are so afraid of going online on dating apps and finding love and so afraid of men's anger when they draw the boundaries. And I'm like, girls, you know, what's the worst that can happen? What are you so afraid of? Just enter that cave, be strong, and you will see it has the treasure you seek, which is the newfound elevated woman that you become because you're facing what you're afraid of. And that reveals your next level person to you, which is, you know, which is what you're going for when you want to attract a man who's a match for you. Yes. Yes. And where can my listeners find you? Yes. Thank you for asking this. Well, you can find me on Google. If you Google my name, Sammy Wonder, you just have to get the spelling right. W-U-N-D-E-R. Sammy Wonder on SammyWonder.com. I have a very active Facebook free community called Wonder Divas, which is where I drop a lot of live streams and tips and tricks for healthy relationships. You're very welcome to join that. And I also have a free gift for your audience, Kanika. It's called The Three Powerful Secrets to Being in Our Feminine Energy. And it's going to serve and support both single women and women in relationships with a training that I have prepared for them. It's a 15-minute long training, but very, very impactful for the high-achieving woman who wants to learn how to embody her feminine side more in her love life. Because she's got the masculine side nailed down but it's the feminine side that is often feeling a little intangible and vague so this is the free gift I would love to offer your audience as well and I'm on Instagram as well at Sammy Wonder Coach thank you thank you for sharing your wisdom with us and your experience and this is such a treat I'm so glad I made a friend Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me and all your beautiful questions. And I wish all the mamas and ladies watching this that they find um, the love of their life and they feel nurtured and nourished by that love. I hope you enjoyed this very special Valentine's Day episode with Sammy. I got some great takeaways from her and I'm sure you did too. I think it's so important that we focus on love and that starts with ourselves first. So real self-love, feeling worthy and enough and comfortable and confident in your skin is the baseline. And then you can give that much to your significant other. I think it's two people when they enter a relationship have to come in whole. I, I disagree with the you complete me philosophy. You you come in whole to begin with and you compliment me (laughs) is more like it. So think about that when uh, you're assessing your own relationship that you may be in now or the one that you're seeking. As Sammy mentioned, you can avail your free Date Like a Diva video And that is going to be linked on my show notes. So when you click on the Sammy Wonder episode, you will find it there. Um, And if you want, you can look on her website as well. And that link is Sammy Wonder, uh, spelled 
U-N-D-E-R dot com backslash date dash like dash a dash diva. And then there's another one for married people or those in a relationship, which is reignite his love for you. And that's an audio masterclass. That's also going to be included in the show notes under her episode. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review That's Total Mom Sense. It helps a ton. You can visit my link, that's totalmomsense.com backslash iTunes. And that's where you can leave the review. I also have a guide on my website if you need help with leaving the review. And so that's uh, that's totalmomsense.com and you'll find that guide there. If you have suggestions for guests that I must, must, must have on my show, let me know. Email me at that's totalmomsense at gmail.com. Remember, always trust your mom sense and dad sense. Stay strong, super parents. I'll see you next time. That's total mom sense.